You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. Hey, you are tuned in to Two Gems and a Mic with hosts Tanisha the Diva Mahomes and Linda L.D. Dorsey. Just know, if we're talking about it, you need to hear about it. Unwind and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Two Gems and a Mic. I'm your girl, LD, along with my girl, Tanisha, the diva Mahomes. What's up, Nisha? Hey, what you doing? You know it's close. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Man, look here. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I'm out, you know, I'm headed to my, I got a Super Bowl party playing the whole nine, but uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some of these and some some of the, the matchups and all that stuff. So let's get on in here. We got a special guest. They not ready. Bring them in. They ready. Let's go. They ready? Pop Come them in on. here. Hey, Shaggy. We got Shaggy <laughs> What's Shane up, in Shaggy? the house. What's... How you doing, baby? Hey, hey, hey. It's, I'm honored to be back on with uh, the lovely and talented Tanisha Mahomes and the extremely gorgeous uh, Linda Dorsey. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Love him. Feeling feel good, like Shaggy. We feeling good. I want to be hey. cute, too, Shaggy. <laughs> I want to be a little cute. Lovely and talented. Thank you. I'll take it, Hill. I got to have some. I'll take it. <laughs> so, how are you so, doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, this is Super Bowl week. Yeah, you don't take it for granted, even though the Kansas City Chiefs have, are in their third Super Bowl in the, their last four years. Uh, it's exciting. You know, um, there's a there's a lot of change. There's a lot of influx going into this season, but Patrick Mahomes, who should be announced as the MVP here in a couple hours on the NFL Network on the NFL Award Show, uh, he has carried this team and uh, put it on his back. Put it on his back. Put the entire team, entire Chiefs kingdom on his back. I'm stoked. You know, it's going to be a big game. Chiefs, Eagles, and the Super Bowl, both the number one seeds in their respective conferences. Let's do this. Wait, is this like an when was the last time? Was it the number one seeds last year? What were we looking at? No, uh, the Bengals Ooh. were number four seed last year. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs, mm-hmm. well, the Chiefs were number one seed in twenty, but the Buccaneers were a three. That's so right. Because uh, yeah, so yeah. number one, number one. All right, so yeah, that's, that's right. rare. They got it right. They won. So Shaggy, I'm hearing all this, you know, all week, mm. you know, since the last game that Eagles. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just Eagles. Fly yeah. Eagles fly. How are you feeling about what? that? I feel uh, they are the best team in the NFC, hands down. I have never seen a team in such a long time, probably since the 1985 Chicago Bears and maybe the 1990 or 89 San Francisco 49ers just go through their respective two-game playoffs at home so easily. You know, I, was, I, I, I did the Shaggy Shane post-game show after the Jacksonville Jaguars game, and then I ate my dinner – and then I turned on the Eagles Giants game, expecting to see a great game, but it was already twenty-eight to nothing by the time I turned it on. So, uh, Linda, Linda, you have a three games to analyze the New York Giants. Tanisha, you got two, even though one of them was against Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew still put up a good fight on Christmas Eve. You know, I think yeah. that you both could be telling me what you have seen about the Philadelphia Eagles. What I've seen, I think they look pretty damn good. But I think you know, since both your teams, the Cowboys and the Giants, play in that division, what can you tell me, not only me, but the rest of the world, about the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, you got to respect that team. 
You've got to respect him on both sides of the ball because mm -hmm. we know what Jalen Hurts can do, but you've got um, A.J. Brown, you've got Smith, you've got uh, Quez Watkins, uh, you've got their running backs. And then when you go to the – and they're tight end. He's been playing great. He's progressing even better as the season has gone along. Then – I mean, and their line. I mean, you got you got Jason Kelsey. Right. I mean, yeah. this guy, you talk about like a vet, right? Then you talk about their defense? Yes. Fletcher Cox, <sighs> Reddick. Fletcher what? Cox, Reddick. And, man, they, they can get after the quarterback. What do they have? They led the NFL in sacks this year. You know, they weren't playing against the, the Chiefs, but they still, right. did, they still did a lot of damage against mm -hmm. a lot of the – And that's secondary. Yes. You got, some, you got some vets in that secondary. And this is the thing I say. This is what I like about the matchup. It is different. It's different than anything that the – Philly has played, you know, the Eagles have played this year. Now, I think what people are saying is they haven't had, um, they haven't played good teams. I don't believe that. I'm not going to buy that. They've played good teams. They've just, they haven't played the AFC. Right. Nor has the Chiefs played the NFC. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think this is the perfect matchup. This is the way it should be. And Tanisha, James Brad yeah, and James Bradbury was on the Giants last year, and he really slowed down uh, Travis Kelsey on that Monday Night Football game on November first of last season. So they <laughs> they expect James Bradbury to possibly try to slow down uh, Travis Kelsey uh, going into Sunday. It's going to be a matchup. It, it could be a matchup problem, but I think Andy Reid giving him two weeks to prepare for this game. I think it will help. You know what, Tanisha? What can you say about the Philadelphia Eagles? I mean, I'm I've, I'm on record saying it. I mean, I let, let's talk about it. I think when when we look at the receiving core, I mean, AJ Brown, Devontae, you know, Smith, um, Goddard. I mean, that in itself, I'm not even. I don't need to go any further than that. Those three are going to be problems. You know what I mean for right. our um for our guys. And then when you turn around and you got Hassan Reddick knocking out two quarterbacks in one game, you know what I mean. You're talking about getting after the football. So, I mean, and then when Bradbury, I mean, looks at Thomas Slate, I mean, the, that is a, the most, to me, that is a well, the definition of a well-rounded team. So I look at that and I, and, and I see those guys and I always go back to, you know, um, what do you have to do to step up? What does it look, on, look like on the other side? Well, I don't care what the, I don't care what the, the announcers are saying. The right. Chiefs weren't supposed to be in this Super Bowl because the Bengals were picked to win. So you have right. to play that game. You know, it's you look great on paper. It's a lot of people that look good on paper. The Broncos looked amazing on paper. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is what happens when you match when, when you get in there and you start playing. And what I'm banking on is the Chiefs have been have been to this now three times. You know what I mean? And some of those guys on that exact team have been there with each other, holding hands in that locker room three times. Now, yes, you got some young guys that came over, but they it's not like they haven't been there. Like um, I was looking at um, MBS and he was like, yeah, we, we, you know, I was with Aaron. These guys have experience. They may not, some of the, some of the, um, some of the younger guys, but I feel like the, there's enough veterans on that team. And then I like what I saw when the rookies needed to step up in the last game, I like what I saw. The moment didn't seem too big for them. Yeah, early on they made a couple mistakes, but at the end they adjusted. 
which is the best thing you want to see is the adjustment that, okay, I messed up. I'm not going, I'm not doing the same thing over and over again. So I'm excited. I mean, I, I like, I like, yeah. I like what I see with the Eagles, but I don't, I, I'm looking at it different. I don't see an overwhelming, you know, I, I, I keep hearing, oh, 10, 12 points Eagles. I don't see that at all. I think uh, we're, we're the, the, where I think, where I feel that heavily favors the Chiefs is the coaching staff. Andy Reid, Steve Spagnola, Eric Bieniemy, Matt Nagy, uh, mm-hmm. Dave Merritt, the secondary coach who trusted these rookies from day one in training camp. Nothing against Nick Sirianni. Nothing right. against him and that staff at all no. because because no. they were great. But I think knowing that Andy Reid and the rest of the coaching staff is able to take these kids, especially the rookies in the secondary, and and preach to them, okay. Uh, Jalen Watson, you're going to be manned up on AJ Brown, you know, Trim right. McDuffie, you're going to be on in the slot on Watkins, you know, Legereus Sneed or Joshua Williams, you're going to be on the outside on Devonte Smith. So it's going to be something that I feel I trust the coaches to put these players in a situation Good to be positions. successful. Definitely come uh, this Sunday. Now that's defense to offense, but I, in totality, I think Spags will have, or Andy Reid will be able to scheme to this defensive line or this defensive front five, really, if you if you consider it uh, Reddick, they list him as a oh, linebacker. Yeah. He comes off the end, so there's five guys that can get after the quarterback. I look for McKinnon to stay in pass routes a lot. I think Patrick will obviously have to get rid of the ball fast, but I think I trust Andy Reid, and I think the Chiefs have a better, more superior coaching staff for this game going into Sunday night for the Super Bowl. And it's not going to be a loud and heavy Eagles crowd that's going to be on top of this this team. It's going to be split, and some may even see right. there might be, probably even be more Chiefs fans. So it's going to be a game both teams are going to be up for. But I'm definitely going to give the Chiefs coaching staff the edge going into Sunday's game. I definitely give them the edge. I agree with that 100. percent And that that's no knock on um, you know Sirianni and his crew because they've been around for two years. Andy Reid, come on, you know he's longer right. than tooth. He's been around. He's done that. And then if we want to move on, so we've talked about the offense, defense, and the coaches, let's talk about the quarterbacks. The edge has to go to Patrick, right? So, and that's definitely not a knock on Jalen Hurts. He's no. doing great, and he's going to do great things. But that experience and something that Patrick said, I think that stings with the rest of the guys. You know, somebody asked him the other night on uh, NFL Live or whatever it was, what are you taking more from, the win, the Super Bowl win, or Super Bowl loss? He didn't hesitate. Super Bowl oh. loss. That hurt. That stung. So there's some other guys on the team too. That Super Bowl loss. They don't. They know that feeling. They don't want it. They yeah, don't want Kelsey, it again. Jones, so they all that, felt that. Clark, they right. all felt that. Yeah. yeah so those type of things that drive you. That I'm not saying that the, the the Eagles aren't driven or whatever, but and they also realize how hard it is to get to get back there. So there's different things playing in the favor, and I think in a, against both teams. And when I say against. It's not really like, oh my God, they can't do this. But you called out some names like I, you know, Bradbury, Slay, Gardner Webb, all those guys back there. Yeah, Patrick's got to have all his eyes and tentacles and all that up because those guys, they've been. That's that's what's been really impressive to me um, from a defense pr- perspective for the. Uh, well, the Eagles I will say all year. I will. I will say this though. I mean, you know, the FC almost was constructed to get after Patrick. You understand the whether it's the Chargers, whether it was the the Raiders, he's been dodging some 
some dudes all year long. I mean, he playing twice a year. I mean, you talk about Bosa and, and Mac. I mean, he's he's had people getting after him, and I think that's going to help. Yes. That is going to help that he Good has point. been pretty much running Great every point. for six games. For right. six games. Denver, right. Chargers, and the Raiders. So I don't know that I'm as worried about him getting away so much because that same line has had to protect him versus the Chargers, the Raiders, right. and Denver. And no one thinks that the Denver had a, a crappy uh, defense. No one thinks no. that the Chargers had a bad – nobody nobody feels that way. So the Chargers in the playoffs. So I feel like that as, you know, looking at it from where everybody else is coming from, some of the other teams where they didn't necessarily have somebody getting after them, you know, six games, Patrick has been dealing with that. So I don't – I'm not saying it's another uh, another day – but it shouldn't be foreign to him to get on his bike and and move if he need to move. Man, and so the, I'm banking on that. Yeah, you know, you hit yeah, the I'm, nail. You hit the nail on the oh, head. Oh yeah, I, not to I mention agree with not you. to mention the what uh, the defensive line from his own division, the entire conference. Hell, he had to go yeah. against the Bengals twice and Von Miller when and he was this in is, Buffalo. So he he's exactly. gone up against uh, some right. Great to me, people. this is no knock. This is no knock on the lines on the right. lines or any of those teams. Or the not what I'm what I'm more concerned about is the secondary of Philly because I don't think Patrick has seen a secondary like that. That's a, that's one of the yeah, best to fair. me. That's one of the best secondaries in the league that I've seen all year. Them guys are all over the place. So mm-hmm. that's the thing that would concern me. Like you said, Bradbury when when he played last year, so he got a little taste of Patrick, right? Yeah, so the rest of them, I know he has respect for him. I got Slays? a lot of respect for Bradbury. I I hated to see him go. Um, you know, Darius Slay, I mean, the way they played against, and I know, understand what I'm saying, and I'm not comparing the two. I'm just talking about the way that they're in sync. The way they played like Minnesota, Kirk Cousins probably thought it was 22 people out there playing defense. <laughs> right. Right? You know, oh, the beginning of the season. Damn. And we know it was, the, yeah, because he was throwing interceptions left and right. Like, they were like the receivers. And I've seen that in other games. We saw that with, with Daniel Jones. It was like, dude was right there. Bradbury was right there waiting on it. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was just like, you know, he got that pick six early. So he he's, to me, like the quiet dude. He's the guy you don't hear his name a lot. Mm-hmm. That's the guy mm-hmm. that you got to really be concerned about. But I'm just like we're saying it. If we see it, Patrick they, and the coaches, you know. they've seen it. So they and, know. You know, I'm banking on the fact that I, I think that Pat will be getting rid of that ball quickly. I, I'm thinking, Andy, they're going to be scheming something up. They know that Pat does not have time to be hanging on, trying to look super deep. I mean, I think he'll take a shot when he can, when he's escaped the pocket. You know how when he gets around them and he, and he knows and he does his check back to the back and he feels comfortable to take a shot. But I think that he knows that he's going to have to stick to a game plan and then he's going to have to adjust after halftime when they go in and, and, and figure out some things. So, you know, it, I, hey, I've said it all. I've said it over and over again. This is going to be a tough matchup, period. Yeah. You know, the Chiefs this Nobody week. Nobody denies act- that. Yeah, the Chiefs this week activated Clyde Edwards-Alaire back to the roster when they put McCole Hardman on the injured reserve Ooh, with his injury. I hate to see McCole go. But I think the – I didn't like the idea of bringing McCole because I felt like, I mean, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, because I felt like you, you, you should have got another 
wide receiver from the practice squad or whatnot. But I think the reason why they got brought Clyde <laughs> Edwards Lair back is to screen pass. They're going to have to screen pass with Clyde Edwards Lair and Jarek McKinnon to play some of that swing pass out of the backfield because of the pass rush and because of the cornerbacks that uh, Philadelphia Eagles have. So I think, uh, just moving the chains, getting downfield, getting scoring opportunities. If if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is an extra weapon out of the backfield at receiving passes, then I'm all for it because that's what it's going to take. Keep first downs. Go ahead, where's Tisha. your confidence? Shaggy, tell me, where's your confidence level with him? Having with Clyde Edwards- played. Yeah. Uh, my I, confidence I with him. Mm-hmm. If, I, I don't expect him to come in and get – eight to 10 carries at all. No, but if he needs to spell McKinnon as a get out of the backfield uh, to catch a pass and pick up eight yards for a first down, that's where I'm looking. So, I'm, I'm not looking okay. for superstars. I'm looking for chain movers. You, you know, where can give us that on three or four plays and I'm good. You know so what? Question, I'm a, I'm, let me, let me, let me just get in here real quick. Wait, my question is why haven't we, why haven't the chiefs done that with Ronald Jones? He's good. We've seen him. Well, there before. it is. That's the million dollar question. question. I don't it's know. It's like he's wasting. I don't need a question. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they've been doing something we don't know about, and he'll come out the gates. But to me, it's going to be Pacheco, McKinnon, Jones, then Clyde. Yeah. I, Jones but, has shown that he can do these things. Yeah, I know. He's well, shown he can do it with Tampa Bay, but we don't We don't know. I'm just as shocked as you, Linda, uh, watching okay. the Chiefs every single day on Twitter and being a fan, watching them, thinking, man, Ronald Jones has got some good film. Hell, he's Dude. with teams. He's with Team Steinberg. What more does he have to do to be closer to Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I, well, I mean, yeah. I don't know what he, what, well, why he isn't this, isn't in the mix more than getting one or two carries a game. Well, he seems patient in the things that he said because he was even talking about, you know, just waiting his turn. And when he gets in there, he's, he's productive. Go ahead, right. Tanisha. I'm sorry, I stepped on you. No, 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 no. Knock that out. No, what I'm saying is, is that I don't know. I almost feel like now is the time. Like a mixed bag, you understand? They that is the whole point. I mean, people always say go with what you know, but they've had time to know Ronald Jones, and when he's had his opportunities, I feel like he's done very well with them. So the confidence to lean on him in certain situations, and you know that you know that Andy will do that. When you saw him put more back to you know to get you know to get those punts it be literally you don't know what's coming up and i kind of feel like this he's been holding back just a smidgen you know of what what he has he's been kind of holding it back and you got fresh legs and ronald jones was the number one for uh for tampa bay we've seen nothing he hasn't been injury prone i feel like this may be the game where he and pacheco get to getting after it and then they use McKinnon and 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 Clyde for them, you know, little them little them little, little you know, whatever. Yeah, ex- yeah. exactly. But so maybe they I'm have not sure, but I'm expecting to see that. You know, yeah. why not? That, that would be great. But I think all year long, the Chiefs running back wise have dressed Jarek McKinnon, uh-huh. Isaiah Pacheco. Uh-huh. And Clyde Edwards-Lair. Clyde Edwards-Lair uh-huh. and one fullback in uh, Michael Burton. So uh-huh. if if it comes to game time. That means they're going to have to dress four running backs. Does that mean they're going to make Michael Burton inactive? So it's mm. don't be surprised if Ronald Jones is inactive. I would be upset God. because I Ooh, feel like he, I hope he, not. I feel like he could bring some what you just said, fresh legs. He could bring a different look. But uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire yeah. also could be inactive. You, you, but I just think 
maybe it's the ultimate trump card maybe it's ultra ultimate poker face from andy reed you know we're sitting here speculating is it going to be clyde uh-huh. is it going to uh-huh. be is it going to be ronald jones but i think at the end of the day if he's not going to surprise anybody he's going to stick to his guns and it's going to be jerick mckinnon catching the balls out of the backfield and pacheco being the leading carrier on the ground you know I, I, I- I see that. I, that's a good. That's good because obviously McCole had to go to IR. So you're bringing up, yeah. you know, CH. That broke my heart. I really like McCole. Yeah. You know, I've been a big McCole yeah, Harmon fan. Uh, Linda's I, a big, big, big yeah. uh, McCole fan, and and I'm not gonna lie. After what we had saw at the end of last year and what he was giving us before he went down, I thought, man, McCole's finally got to where he needs to be, and we about to see something. So when he went back out, I was like, good lord, you know. Um, but I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. You 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 know after what you just said, that's that that that's a that's interesting. I gotta think about that. But I almost feel like, are we getting a really really healthy Ch? And you know what I mean? Like he's right. had all this time to get back, and now we're gonna bring him back in, or is Ch really not right? And like you said everybody's now trying to game plan for somebody that's not or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like what, what was the extent of, of is Clyde's injury? What, what exactly do you, do you um, know? What it, it, he actually, I, think, I think it was a knee this year. Yeah, it was a knee. Was it, was yeah. A knee? yeah. So, but he's been injured all three years. So right. Hell yeah. um, Hell, if, right. he does, if he doesn't play, there won't be any chiefs fans bummed. Not, no. not that they hate him. That's not a knock on him. But if right. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is inactive for the Super Bowl, there won't be any Chiefs fans really upset about it because, you know, Isaiah Pacheco has become a star and Jerick McKinnon is having a sensational year. So I think um, the only reason I did bring up the possibility of Clyde because they did bring him on the active roster. So Yeah, yeah, yeah everybody saw right. that. But obviously – you know, McCole had to go. So we right. want to keep him on. And this is year, uh, you know, this is uh, money year. So I, yeah. I thought that was more of a, you know, strategic so thing. I, so, yeah. I, I got a question because I saw a lot of Chiefs fans throwing some shade to us Giants fans talking about how could we give up Kadarius Tony or whatever. I think Kadarius oh, Tony I knew is she a was great, wrong for it. Yeah. Well, I think he's a great talent. My problem is he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with that now. So what Kadarius Tony is going to come out there you know, in the Super Bowl. Um, I, and then, yeah, go ahead. I'll open prayer, healthy one. Yeah. I, I got a jersey back up here along with my Creed Offer and my big big Mahomes show sweatshirt. So I'm pulling for Kadarius. You know, he was he was Me the spark. Too. He, he was the yeah. spark that uh, we definitely needed this season. And he looked great against the Raiders. And uh, he made that one cut move. And it seemed like once he made that one cut move last Sunday in Cincinnati, he went down fast. So let's hope. Uh, he, let, did you, you remember? I saw it. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I, we remember. I think me and Tanisha were on the phone. I, I said, seen him when he, the way he <laughs> went down. I said, I looked right over. I said, I said, oh, shit. I yeah. said, I've seen excuse it. me. I've, I've seen, seen it from with trouble. the Giants. He'll, he'll. Yep. Make that great play, and then he goes down. I'm like, that's it for the day. That's it for this. Would game. it be on a cut? Would it, would Linda, when you watched him on the New York Giants, when Kadarius Tony would get hurt during a game, was it during a cut, like the one he gets the AFC Championship game, or would he just get tackled and then he wouldn't come back into the game? It was it was usually something with his hamstring. He's he's got really bad hamstring problems. I don't know what that is. So yeah, some of it was with a cut, and then he had like ankle. Um, to be honest with you, when he came over to the Chiefs, I think he was just done with the Giants. I think he was healthy enough to play because he showed up and he played the next week. He was just 
ready to go. And rightfully so. If you're that unhappy with something and they were constantly on him, you know, New, the New York um, sports Man. press can be yeah. hard on him. So he said, oh, yeah, I wish him nothing. Hard. Yeah, and I wish him nothing but the best. But mm-hmm. I, I'm concerned, you know, like mm-hmm. Chiefs fans, like, don't put all your eggs in that basket yet. Let's get <laughs> him play. The basket's loaded. I know. I'm sorry. I do want to see him be successful because he just looks so happy. And I'm not one of those fans like, you know, not a hater. Yeah, I'm not not a hater. hater. So I'm all not a hater to go over there. And I mean, how great if it's it's lined up. That's what God wants from him. Let him go get a Super Bowl ring. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If his ankle if his ankle sore, let's just hope he uses his straight line speed this Sunday and doesn't try to juke. Well, you know, I don't I don't want to hear about he's fast. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about no sore ankles. You don't. You know I don't want to hear about a sore ankle. <laughs> of course not. What's no, hard for them? It's hard. It's different. It's different, right? I know what you're saying, uh-huh. like you plant and you yeah, throw. But somebody who's trying to put a move on somebody, it's just like basketball, uh-huh. right? You, 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 you can't. If that ankle is hurt, you know how they try breaking ankles. If that ankle's hurt, you can't change direction like that. And so, uh-huh. like you're saying, if he gets a hard line, straight plays, he can do that. But don't expect him to be making these like crazy. You know, you know what, and that that's the that's the that's the gift of Andy Reid. If you know this yeah. dude is struggling, going from left to right, you know what I mean, and we need some straight line speed, then I'm sure Andy Reid and him came up with something. But yeah. but like I said, I don't want to hear a lot of ankle talk because what? I I um I watched uh, I watched uh little Pat hobble. I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If he can hobble off one and get up and do something, I want to see somebody grinding out. And you didn't have what two. Cause he got he went out early in that last game in the Bengals game he went out pretty early so we're yeah. talking about additional two it's weeks. It's different on top though. I know you don't want to hear anybody talk about nah. it. Cause he did it, but I mean, you take somebody like a Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is running every play. He's running a route on every play. He, but he's so not he in that position. He's not running every play. That's I'm my just point. saying. If he if he is it's different, but you can't compare a quarterback running to a wide receiver. No, no, no. Listen to a, me. What I'm saying back. is, in yeah. his position, where you're talking about, you got more. You got uh um uh MVS. You got uh Juju. He's they're rotating them out. You know the Chiefs are notorious for you don't know what the hell you about to get. People, they're just constantly switching people out. So it's not like they're asking him to go out there and be a number two and stay out there and run uh, every route, you know, you, you coming out there. No, that's not his role. So that's what I mean by that, because it's going to be limited, limited regardless, because you know what I'm saying? You just you hadn't even been here, but but for so long. So, okay, no, you know, I'm the, expecting I'm that from the statement of saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying I'm basing that off of. I'm basing okay. it off of what they need from you, like what you've been able to give them. Come in, give them something, you know, a couple of flash plays, whatever. That's what I'm expecting from you. I mean, one, two, whatever. I mean, I'm not expecting you to go out there and be in that game 24. I have not seen one Chiefs game where no, Kadarius Tony is lined saying, up. So I'm can, not, I didn't yeah. say that's what you, can, you were okay. saying. That's okay. why I'm letting you know. I don't want to hear that because I'm saying it based off the fact I know that's not going to be his role. He ain't going to go out there and, and be up there playing every play like a Kelsey. You know what I mean? Out there, no, I got damn you. You just the threw the comparison in yeah, there yeah, yeah. of Patrick my bad. Hoblin, that has Yeah, my bad. With, yeah, my yeah, bad. I, and, player, and that was fair. You know, that was fair rebuttal because that's right. There's two different positions. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Cool. There's two different people. Two different. Absolutely. Kadarius Tony was a full participant at practice today. So we'll, oh, well, hell, we'll that's even better. I know yesterday they said I appreciate he wasn't, so that's that. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate so that's a good that. Thing. Yeah, definitely. So let let's let's flip over. Let's talk about. I want to talk about AJ Brown. Ooh. Who do you think 
if you get what, what's the key to stopping him? Stopping and then we gonna go to Smith or slowing is, him down. Uh, what's the key? The stopping him is making sure that you get pressure on the quarterback and the quarterback already shows the potential. Bless you. The quarterback's already showing potential to run. So I, I would hope the same the same scheme that went into effect defensively week one against Kyler Murray. Now, I know yeah. the Eagles are totally different than the Arizona yeah, yeah, yeah. but those are the same types of you know, quarterbacks that can run the football and run the football for a lot of yards. But specifically, I hope that Dave Merritt, I mean, we've been holding our breaths, championing these rookies that are thrown out on the field. Three cornerbacks played most of the AFC championship game, and two of them had interceptions. And Trent McDuffie dropped an interception in the first quarter. He did. Thank so, you. So, they were very impressive. They were very impressive. So yeah. these kids, these rookies, fourth-round draft pick, First round draft pick in McDuffie and a seventh round draft pick in Jalen Watson. They got to use their size to possibly slow them down. Don't let it get in their heads that, man, this is AJ Brown. He's a beast. He can ball. He can go up for it. Man, I'm a big fan of his. I've been watching him since he was with the Titans. You know, they got to right. man up and be physical. I don't know if that means zone coverage or if they're going to man him from the line of scrimmage. I don't know what Dave Merritt and Spagnola have planned yet, but I trust what Dave Merritt, the secondary coach, has done. The season because there isn't anything scarier when you're a playoff caliber team going into the season when you know that one of your cornerbacks is a rookie and the Chiefs have consistently put out their three cornerbacks that are rookies with a rookie safety and Brian Cook making four rookies in the secondary. So, mm -hmm. you know, on one hand, I could say I'm concerned. On the other hand, I could say, well, we're playing with house money. We got nothing to lose. These are just kids. They don't know any better. Yeah. They've been playing right. they've been playing this way all season. Let's go out and do it. What you got, Tanisha? That's exactly what I was about to say, yeah. what you just said, is that, you know, when you, when you let some of your guys go, that you let go some of the studs that we let walk off that team, you knew you were taking a risk. You know what I'm right. saying? Now, did you know that he was going to be thrown out here when it was Super Bowl time? Probably not. But you probably weren't banking that we were going to be in the Super Bowl to begin with when you went decided that we're going to get let some of this stuff and we're going to go younger, right? The reads, you know, we're going to go younger, right? So right. my whole thing is, is that now you've seen, you've been watching these guys this whole time. I feel like you've now, you kind of know their weaknesses and you know their strengths. I'm expecting the coaches to do what coaches do and put them in the best position, which is what you said earlier. Because like I said, A.J. Brown is A.J. Brown. I'm still mad at the Titans. I don't know what the <laughs> hell they was thinking. I'd have fired everybody. You know what I'm they saying? Did. I'm just like, what are y'all doing? They did, right. As they soon, you think I'm like, as soon as they A.J. was like, I was like, doo -doo -doo, I was texting Pat, hey, man, A.J. Brown don't look like he happy. You know, I was like texting. I was sending text messages. You know what I mean? Like, boom, you see this? This dude tripping. You know, whatever. And I was like, he ready to roll. You know what I mean? Like, I, as soon as they did, so I'm still mad at them for that because that is an amazing pickup. But, like I said, I don't want to hear that because you felt comfortable at the, you felt comfortable getting into this season that you had enough. You had the trade deadline come back. You had enough. So, I, I, I listen, you must have seen something that made you feel that comfortable because when we were that far down in the end, we knew we had a good chance of being in the damn playoffs and we were probably going to be seed one or seed two. So I don't want to hear that. I want them. I want to see what you saw. 
That's Jaylen what I'm banking on. Yeah. I'm going to see what and you Jaylen saw. Watson, Jalen Watson's got two game interceptions in the playoffs, and one of them was one-handed. He's showing a lot of potential. Oh, hell yeah. I saw know. that, dude. He went yeah, up there this year. Yeah. Joshua, yeah. Williams, Joshua Williams is tall physical corner. You know, mm-hmm. it, he, he came right in. Legereus Sneed went out after the third play of the game. I mean, these kids got so much playoff experience that a lot of NFL career cornerbacks yeah, will never get. So they're going to mm-hmm. have it for so many years to come. And that's something to champion. You know, I want to win this game Sunday so bad. But yeah. if, you look, if you look, regardless of what happens Sunday, take out what happens Sunday and look where the Chiefs are at the end of, come Monday. Okay, well, the cornerback's position set. You got uh, Brian Cook, the safety. He's a rookie. He's set. They're set. And if they yep. play well, if the rookies don't look like they're overwhelmed, in this big, yeah. massive game, the Super Bowl, then I think if it's not too big for them, the Chiefs are set. The Chiefs are set for many years to come in the secondary. I'm stoked. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely, I absolutely. And I and I actually, we were talking about this last week. I feel like the fact that they got thrown out there in such an important game, you don't get to the damn Super Bowl is extra. You had to win the game. The AFC Championship game to get there, and I felt like those guys really stepped up. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that you got that. You got that. You got them. You know them. Those little. Uh, you got the butterflies out. Everything. Those, so now those, you know those, what it takes. Yeah. Those Bengals and, wide receivers were not too big she, for the three Chiefs rookies. That was huge. Right. The Bengals right. wide receivers, and I'll right. keep saying this. I right. feel more confident that the Bengals, which was Chase Higgins and Boyd, to me. I'd take them over what what the Eagles have, straight up. And if yeah. they can just do what they did, I think we, we're there. And I think yeah. all of us, you know, we have our – Yeah, we're – you know, we may be a little, you know, rooting for the Chiefs or rooting, you know, however you go. But I, I just don't understand. I've been watching – yeah, but, I mean, I've been watching all week, and I just don't see where people are just saying where it's like a clear thing mm. that – you know, the, the, the Eagles are going to win this game. And I don't see where it's so clear where the Chiefs are going to – you're going to make your pick. Everybody's going to make their pick. This should be one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in a long time. There's a lot of talent on both sides, and that's what I'm looking for. I don't want a blowout on either side. I want a good game. Tanisha, I know yeah, you need a I'm, blowout because you can't handle a close game. Well, you know, you know, for my heart's sake. <laughs> for, for the heart meds that I'll be taking, I, right. I would like a blowout. But that's the problem, you know. I by no shape, form, fashion. You you know I'm on record for saying three to six is what I'm going with. It's a tight game. I don't know how it's gonna go down, but it's gonna be between three to six points. The final final uh, score of the game. So that's where that's where I'm at. In favor but, of the Chiefs. In favor of the Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I and, and we'll talk about. It. You said we can get to that part too, but. Um, I'm just simply saying, I'm like what you're saying. I don't see what the announcers are seeing. Like I saw uh, uh, Lance, Lance, one of the the Chiefs uh, fans sent me something. It was like 46 out of 50 announcers for ESPN pick Eagles, the Eagles. And I was like, yeah. Aren't those the same ones that pick? Aren't those the same ones that pick the Bengals? So (laughs) a lot of people lost credibility. But But I'm just saying, but that's how confident. That's how confident they are. And I'm like, God, ain't nobody giving these guys a chance. Didn't they just do something special? So, like I said, it all it's all it's also probably a good thing for the Chiefs to be a little bit of an underdog. You that you, you done went to two yeah. your last two games, you've been the underdog. Yeah. At home, well, 
and you've been the underdog both times. So, hey, let's see what they're going to do. Let's see if they step up to the challenge. So I, I kind of like them being the underdog, walking in that stadium knowing that everybody think you're going to lose. Yeah. I, I, what, I what, what you got, Shaggy? Uh, yeah, what, what you got? Brian Dable. You have to give us exact – I know, and I'm excited oh, about that. We, you know, we're peaking it. Brian Dable just looked good to hear. Okay, yeah. here, here, here's my prediction. Let's get it. Okay. The Chiefs will win the coin toss and defer. The Eagles will go right down the field, seven plays, 75 yards, and get a touchdown. The Chiefs okay. will go down the field and kick a field goal and make it seven to three. The Eagles will do it again, go seven plays, 75 yards for another touchdown. It's going to be 14 to three Eagles. Then the Chiefs are going to put a long, sustained drive together, convert two fourth down conversions, and th- get a touchdown, and it'll be 14 to 10. It'll be game on at that point. It'll be 14 to 10 near the end of the second quarter. Spags will have 14 plays to decipher what the Eagles are doing. And Andy Reid will be able to look and see what the Eagles defense is doing. The Chiefs will take care of the rest in the second half. Chiefs will win 34 to 24. Patrick Mahomes will win his second Super Bowl MVP. That's the MVP I like. You heard it live straight from Shaggy (laughs) Dumas. Shaganamas. That's that's all. That's, you heard that's, it. He's not predicting it all. I love that's, it. That's I love how, it. That's that is how Spagnola does on defense. The Chiefs don't come out and get a three and out on defense. The opposing offenses always go down the field. Like our defense isn't even there. It's kind of like Spagnola wants to. Spagnola says, "Okay, I want to see their tendencies. I want to see what they like to do. Let's just see what they do. Let's see what they want to mm-hmm. do. Because even if we get down fourteen to three we got them right where we want them because we know their tendencies. We know what they like to do. It's just how Spagnola does it. It's how he's always done it. And especially with the rookies and Dave Merritt, the secondary's coach, uh, it's just how they've done it all along. And that's how I feel it's going to prevail. And I've seen the Washington commanders, Taylor Heineke, take it to Philadelphia this year on Monday night football. And they really Mm -hmm. dominated in Philly. They did. did. What is going on here? It is. Uh-huh. And, that and game, I couldn't figure it out, but that defensive coordinator figured it out. You know, yeah. But right. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what, Shaggy. Yeah, we. I'm coming to Kansas City next year. You, you owe me and Tanisha owe me because y'all getting these Giants. You know, Spag, Spags used to belong to us, the Giants. Y'all got it. He, he won two Super Bowls. Bowl. He's got to win two. us two, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Now y'all got Kadarius. Now y'all got Kadarius Tony. He gonna help you get one in there. So I don't know. I don't know what y'all owe me yet, but we gonna see. <laughs> we'll hey, out. well, you know what? I hey. I always, uh, I always uh, pay my debt. I'm like a Lannister up in this joint. I'm always pay my debt. So if you beat me, you on record. You know I'm gonna pay my debt. So Shaggy, don't even worry about it. I'll take care of it. You just make sure you get me to the right, uh, uh, you know, the right happy, you know, happy hour section. Of- yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. so Shaggy, I'm, it's a long trip. I'm gonna be. Are you doing? Are you doing your show right after the Super Bowl? Yes, I'm going live right after the Super Bowl on uh, the Shaggy Shane show. Yes. Awesome. Okay. And we'll, and we'll probably and, do a show with Starcade Media, Arrowhead Allies. My brothers, Clint Schweitzer and Noah Groniger, are on Radio Real all this week. They've I've sent you guys stuff that they've done. Uh, yep. Clint talked to Patrick today, asked him a question about Big 12 quarterbacks making it in the NFL. But yes, I will be doing a show after, right afterwards. Okay, cool. Okay. Absolutely. Looking awesome. forward to Patrick winning another Super Bowl. We could have another. <laughs> on the cover, win another Super Bowl like you did three years ago. I'm stoked. Tanisha, it must be seem surreal to you that your older brother had a baby, and then you got to watch him grow <laughs> while watching your older brother have success, and then your nephew grow into the success in, at White House, Man. Texas Tech, to Chiefs Kingdom. I can't thank you enough for your friendship and for uh, just being a great aunt, 
a great friend and a great little sister, man. You got, you're awesome, Tanisha. And I can't thank, thank you, you very much. And it is a very good feeling. God is lighting mm -hmm. me up. Yeah, I'm right by it all. Uh, yeah, yep. so I feel very. I'm I'm very blessed, and um, obviously I want my nephew to walk away happy. And like I said, I've since the day he walked out on that field to watch. I've now watched two um guys, my brother and his son, live out their dreams on the big stage, and I and, and that's just uh, it's rare in itself. And I'm super blessed to have seen it. And uh, like I said, you know, go Chiefs. How about them Chiefs? We about to have a good time. You know, I'm gonna stroke out. You probably need to check on me at halftime, make sure I'm still pumping. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, I'm very, I'm very, very proud. Very proud of it. And Shaggy, as always, we appreciate your support. Every time we put something out, you're behind us. You've been behind us. Nothing but yeah, nothing but love. Nothing but love. Love you both. So, thank you very much. Let's thank get this. Thanks for coming on the show. We can't wait. Can't wait to see what's happening. We might have to have just a follow-up show next week just to talk about stuff. Just, yeah, so absolutely. We'll no, we on. lose a draw. Yeah. Give me a holler. All right. Go Chiefs! There go you Chiefs. go. All right. We'll be right back after this break, everybody. All right, welcome back, everybody. As we, I think we were talking, so I don't know if everybody heard Shaggy when he said that Brian Dabo got the uh, coach of the year. Oh, so I'm excited about that for my child. And he deserved yeah, it. Well deserved. Congratulations. Yeah. There were a couple Linda. of people that were right there. I mean, you know, the Lions. I mean, you could even talk about Sirianni. You know, it was some coaches that was right there, but I think Dabo, they 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 got it right. I, I Absolutely. believe they got it right. So definitely yeah. definitely excited for me it would have been it would have been him or 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 probably um i say shanahan for working with what he got thrown but uh, definitely uh dayball um he went in he changed the culture of that organization they bought into it and when you see that type of change guy you gotta you gotta acknowledge it so I, I i thought he was number one we talked about this i i thought he would win it and he did win it so very yeah. very proud yeah. very happy yeah. for you guys yep all right, so let's let's we got we got some crazy stuff going on, right? Let's let's mm -hmm. jump over. I, I, you know, I got it in order here, but we're gonna jump back. Let's start at the bottom. Let's start with the NFL coach changes. So we got a couple of additions we could talk about. Brian Flores, he's leaving Pittsburgh and going to be the offensive coordinator for the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, excuse me, defensive coordinator for the Vikings. What do you think mm -hmm. about I that? Don't, yeah. Well, hell, I don't know why the I don't know why Miami lost their mind and let him go. I mean. What what did he not what did what did he do wrong? I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. Like, uh, you know, maybe I I guess the the end of it was, you know, two wasn't feeling at home. I, I I'm not sure what what happened, but considering that if if rumors are true, they wanted him to go in there and do things, and he did it the right way, and he won games, and it just didn't sit with the plan of them you know, quote unquote tanking or losing or whatever they needed to do to get the picks that they were trying to get or whatever the case may be. I thought Brian did a very good job. This is football. Um, I'm a quote, there's no crying in baseball. Uh, I don't, 
I don't look, I don't expect my football coach to be sensitive. So, you know, if he came off a little too hard or whatever the case may be, this is football. Uh, right. We're not playing badminton. We're not playing. Uh, we're not playing a golf. Like I, I need you. I need my quarterback uh, and my quarterback or whoever it is to be coached hard and get out there and and play. Um, so I never did understand that. I thought he should have been right where he was where he was. And if he would have been the coach of that team right now, I mean, I don't know. Like think about that. The way that they I mean, were playing the, with yeah, the players that they have now. Right, and I think I we'll know. find out all of that when, when, when you know, when the you know, there's there's a court case still pending and all that. We know there's a lot yeah, of mess yeah, that went is. on with that, but um, yeah, we could go on yeah. forever. But Steve, Wilkes, I like him. I mean, I like Wilkes, it's a great guy, pickup. Yeah, Steve Wilkes, uh, he got picked up by the 49ers. Um, yeah. I think that was a good pickup by them. Man. Also, I thought Steve Wilkes because I was still we talked about it last week. I was surprised that he did not get the head coaching job and um. Carolina thought that you know they did him wrong there. Um, yeah, but so. we also thought we we talked about it. we thought that the Raiders uh, did the um, the last interim coach wrong there. So as much yeah. as I thought they should have had it, I'm not even surprised because I've seen it before that they just don't treat the interim coach like he's a real coach. I I, I don't know what that's about. But he yeah, turned I've that, seen some that, teams that around. Yeah, but few some teams that do promote. But those were the top two that you know I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's move to. WNBA trades and news. So, you know, we saw those trades. Candace Parker going to the Aces. Mm-hmm. Stewie going to New York. Um, Aces being accused of some things, you know, with those yeah. trades. And now there's more news out on the Aces and, um, you know, more to follow. But it was a statement made that they've been accused. They're under their salary cap. And everybody's wondering, how are you getting all these players under your salary cap? Saying that there were payments made under the table, so to speak. So there's an investigation going on in that. I hope none of that is true. Um, I, I, I like sure the organization. Yeah, I like the people that are in the front office or whatever. But, um, yeah, we don't, we don't, you know, we, we don't, don't need that, that controversy. This this past year, they raised a lot of money um, to get them, you know, even more recognition. I don't want to see a. I don't want to see a. Um, I don't want to see controversy in, in WBA. Right. I really don't. Right. It's, they they don't have a lot of room for error. They build it up. They they grinded it out. Did what they need to do. I don't want to see something like that set them back. So yeah, I hope yeah. that's not true. And I let's really talk do. about these two. I call them, it was a. It's a lot of trades, but the two. I only want to talk about two blockbuster trades in the NBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about Kyrie Irving to Dallas. Had his debut last night, 24 points. They Dallas beat um the Clippers. He played mm-hmm. well. Luca didn't play, so we don't know what they look like together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one. What do you think about that? I mean, I I I knew Kyrie wanted out. I mean, how, I mean, I watched the whole thing go down with the, you know, the him posting the um, you know, the link and to the you know to the video or the book or whatever, and I, I watched the or the um the owner of the organization. Instead of what I felt like he should do, pull Kyrie, you know, you, this is a guy you can walk downstairs and, and talk to. He seemed to be more so broadcasting it on on social media. I thought that was a bit strange. Um, the demands that they wanted from Kyrie, I thought was a smidget strange. So it is not surprising to me that Kyrie was like, get me the hell up out of here the first, you know, the first opportunity he could. So I was um, not shocked Are at you all surprised about where he landed? Are you surprised where yes, he landed? Yes, I am. Yes, okay, I am. Do, you think it's a, do you think it's a good fit? Yeah, because here's the thing. 
And no mm-hmm. disrespect to Luca, because you know how I love me some Luca. Like there is no disrespect to Luca, but just like certain people, you get there and you keep bumping your head, keep bumping your head, keep bumping your head. Maybe you need a little help. And I can't think of anybody better that handle that rock. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's no disrespect to, to um, Curry, because we know Curry got the shot. But when we talking about straight handling rock Dima, uh-uh, no yeah. sir. Luca just got a dime, and I'm hoping that Luca's okay with sharing because yes, your numbers are going to go down, but the team I believe is going to be better. So mm-hmm. as long as we get the the baller Kyrie, no controversy, Earth is flat, no shots, you know all that. As long as we get Kyrie, who seems to be happy that he's in a place that he said that feel like that they want him there and he wanted to be there so if we can get the baller Kyrie I think that is the uh that is not a bad that is not a bad situation and Luca will be a lot happier when he's doing this I think well I think yeah I, I, I mean I, I look at it a little different I, I think you're gonna get the baller Kyrie wherever you go but I think is it now? Because Luca's playing the one. But Luca didn't five. really have anybody that was. No. It but was let me, all let me, Luca. Let me, let me, let me, right. It was all Luca. Luca likes having the ball in his hands. So now you got to get a ball up because you have a point guard. So is he going to be okay with that? Because his numbers are going to go down. So it's going to be a big change. So Absolutely. are you okay with that? Is that ego, you know, it's going to be an ego check, gut check, all that other stuff. So I want to see how that works with both of them on the floor. And at the end of the game, do all the shots have to go through Luca, or can you send some of these shots through Kyrie? So what's going to change on that team? You know, so I think they're going to be some changes on that team because you got to give Kyrie Ben to the promised land. Dude, send my butt. Kyrie, if Kyrie got that rock, he is shooting it if it's open, and I don't blame him. He going yeah. to the hole like, like it, it's gonna start with him. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, well, Kyrie, it? just like, well, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, Kyrie was That's with what I'm LeBron. Saying. We don't know. They did yeah, well we... together. They did yeah. very well together when they, when when they played. They they won and a lot and a lot of people. You go back. Kyrie was the one who took him over that over that top on, on on a couple games. So let's 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 be clear about that. I think Luke Luca, if you a real baller and you see another baller walk up in there and you got that respect, I, I'm hoping that Luca ain't is not on some ego trip. I don't want to yeah. see that. I, I mean we're see that. I think that's what we all hoping for. And that that's kind of my question, you know, where it's like, you know, is it let mm-hmm. let's 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 see what happens. All right. The other one we have is KD mm. to Phoenix. I I I don't I think this one was more surprising to me because he had asked for the trade, didn't get the trade, and then the trade out, you know, back out west. I don't know if I'm KD, I'm kind of thinking, damn, I should have just stayed at Golden State. But what does this do for Phoenix? A healthy well, KD. Is he worth everything that they're giving up? Well when we talk, when when KD got on there and what did he say? I want the GM fired, the coach fired. Did he want everybody fired? And then what did I say? I said, that's just like a polite way of saying, uh, trade me. Yeah. Get me up out of no, here. No, I get that. So the trade has happened. We're there now. What does yeah. that do for Phoenix? Where do you think that puts Phoenix with the healthy KD? Do you think that the Nets gave up too much? I mean, excuse me, Phoenix gave up too much for KD. Well, they gave him four unprotected ones, right? And then what, uh, two or three other players, right? Yeah. Woo. For a healthy KD, I mean, you think that and a healthy team, a healthy well, Phoenix well, team, well, is this that is the my, team to beat out in the West? Is that the team to beat? If I'm the owner and I feel like I'm that close, it's not a bad trade because won't nobody give a damn about them picks if they pull it off. And you remember right. Booker got okay. hurt. So if if you and, – and most people think they are that close – 
what are you, you know, a lot of people are like, well, what are you willing to get over, get over that hump? What are you willing to get right. over the hump? So no, not really. If he's healthy, KD is, KD is that dude, man. He really is. Okay. Okay. That that's the purest shot I've ever seen. I'm not lying. My dad says oh, no, that all I like the time. His game. I agree with him. Yeah. No, I love, I love, I love, I love Katie's game. I, I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, the second half of this season, you know, for them and um, you know, to see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be real interesting to see see what, what happens there. So, you know, um I'm I'm I, I gotta say I was surprised. I saw I was up late, so well, I saw. I was, it. I, I was because and, it didn't happen was, when he was doing the fool. So I, yeah. I expected. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was a little. I was a little shocked then, but hey, I'm. I'm. But I'm, wasn't he I'm like gonna... championing for like WNBA players to come? So he was. Do you even think he that's knew I was that he was about to get I that don't. move? And that, that's what kind of surprised me because he was reaching out to Stewie. He was reaching. You know, when John Carl yeah. Jones came, you know, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be," you know. In Brooklyn, you know, we're gonna be playing and, and and all this other stuff, and then reaching out to Stewie saying, "Hey Stewie, you need to come build up oh. this team." So I don't, I I thought, I think he might have thought his his had passed, and maybe the Nets said, "We just need to start all over again." I don't know. I think clearly to me, what went wrong with the Nets was the hiring of Steve Nash. When you had those superstars, you had the big three. You hired the wrong coach. You hired somebody who wasn't a coach. So you want to hire a figurehead. So you want to make that like a, okay, I got Steve Nash. Mm-hmm. I got this and I got that. I still think the coach that they should have hired was Becky Hammond. I'll say that until the day, you know, until my last day. So yeah, much better. Yeah. Coach if you're willing to take a chance on him and, but you know, and I remember like when they, when he hired him, uh, a, you know, a couple of players was like, okay, with well, Steve Nash or whatever. And I said to myself, then I was like, no, nah, yeah. it don't no. work like that. Nah, no, it's not. Nah, it don't work like that. So, we'll see the end result. Yep. Nobody's there. Nope. All three of them. Musical chairs. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got for us, Tanisha? Um, For closing arguments? Closing, closing thoughts. thoughts? Well, I'm going to tell you, I just want to see a very safe Super Bowl. I mean, like I said, this is a sport, guys. I mean, with the level of injuries that we've seen, the amount of people who have gone down this year, and I'm going to say people go down every year, but we've seen some pretty uh, crazy things happen here um, of late. I would like to see a competitive game, and I'd like to see everybody walk home to their family, win, lose, doesn't matter. And that's that's my closing thought. I want you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know if you're religious or not. Drop a prayer for those players out there that's about to go out there and risk everything for their families and and and, and to achieve goals that they've dreamed of since they were children. Um, mm-hmm. But that's my closing thought. I just want a safe game, and um, I want it to be competitive for the fans. I want some fun uh, that you can you can sit down with your children and watch. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So hey, if we what? If we talking about it, you need to hear about it. And always what, Linda? Please just remember, be kind and be blessed. It's free. Until next time, peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Two Gems and a Mic. Be sure to subscribe and follow. Until next time, remember, be kind, be blessed. Peace.